Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com All right. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Book Talk. Woohoo. So how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Nice. Nothing very exciting. Um, oh, it is Blues Fest right now in Ottawa. So, ooh, that was I, I saw Luke Combs um, on Saturday. Nice. So good. So good. Um, yeah, yeah there was a, a, a tilt festival in Victoria that I worked at this last weekend. Um, that was super fucking fun. There's a band. Have you heard of Snotty Nose Res Kids? Nope. They are fucking good. They are like these uh, three indigenous rappers and they are like, they are great. And um, like they rap about a lot of like, obviously very like topical things, especially like now, like learning about like residential schools and like, just like racism towards indigenous people in Canadian history and stuff like that and they kind of rap about that stuff but they it's not like too solemn it's very like I don't know it's it's really good it's so good I highly recommend listening to them and they were like getting the crowd going dude you know what like they did a lot of like crowd work where they're like okay guys like dance like jump like put your hands in the fucking air and like stuff like that and it was really funny because there was a guy who was coming through my till at one of the times and uh like one of the guys in the band was like are you guys like ready to fucking go or something like that and I don't remember what it was and the guy who I was serving was like well you don't have to swear at me and I thought he was making a joke so I laughed and then he just stared at me and I was like Oh, you're being serious? <laughs> I love that. I'm like, what? Drunk people are funny. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, there's a line. There is a there is a very distinct line. Um, I think that's it. I think we can just oh, are you um Are you reading anything outside of our assigned readings? (laughs) (laughs) Don't call it that. You know, I hated English class. (laughs) You're going to ruin reading for me. (laughs) Cancels the podcast because I called it assigned readings once. I'm like, I actually dislike this now. (laughs) 
honestly vaguely speaking of English class do you remember reading George Orwell's 1984 no I never read that oh no I I think I took literature yeah that's true okay well I'm like I do have a copy of it though percent sure that we read it (laughs) in like my English class now I'm a little bit unsure but basically I haven't read this in like years 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 and I found it on the bookshelf in our house I was like, ooh. So now I'm going to read it as uh, more of an adult. Very I do have a copy of it. Have you read it before? No. I just have a copy of it. Dude, actually read this one. It's so good. Maybe this can be another episode. It's a very big, like, referenced book. Okay. Like, people always say, like, something's Orwellian or, like, uh 1984 like that kind of it's a it's a quotable thing okay cool 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 cool. yeah um but yeah so I started reading by started I mean like genuinely yesterday (laughs) I just started and I'm still reading the uh other fantasy book that I was talking about a few weeks ago is it good yeah it's not bad it's It's not okay you know it's what it's just okay you know Uh, cool it's not no Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> <laughs> I only have place in my heart for one fantasy writer. Um, yeah, what about you? Yeah, I am only reading right now. I think I told you that I um I bought those two books for um one for Indigenous History Month and then one for Pride Month. Just like expanding my yeah. like, genre of book that I read. And I am deep into um and by deep I mean I'm about halfway I stopped reading Queer Intentions because this book like really grabbed me um but the seven fallen feathers one that's the one about the um seven indigenous children who went went missing and then found dead at various times in Thunder Bay Ontario and I just want to say anyone listening to this it is such a worthwhile read I am lucky enough to have been educated on residential schools and um all of that really dark Canadian history in high school and I know you were too Kat um but the way that this author is able to incorporate like so many different like layers of what went on in the past as well as like what was happening and like incorporates it into what was happening in the late 90s to early 2000s I think up until like maybe 2010 I'm not I'm not done I'm I'm still only in like the first stories of the missing indigenous children um so I don't really know the full timeline yet obviously um but yeah like the book opens with like she talks about an Ojibwe myth and then or an OG boy legend and then um talks about like residential schools and stuff like that. and she just like blends everything so well I don't know like it's it's a really really good read and maybe I'm also just like extra connected to it because I am part indigenous and I'm pretty sure I don't know for certain but I'm pretty sure it is OG boy which is 
the, the tribe that this book is about. Um, so yeah, but it's a really good book. It is upsetting. There's a lot of, I couldn't even begin to list the trigger warnings in this book, but I think it's important for all Canadians to educate themselves on the history of the country that isn't just like, oh, we built a railway and what's his nuts was our first prime minister. Like, I remember that was like the curriculum. <laughs> like, I do deeply remember the Canadian railway. Yeah. And then and like Johnny the beaver McDonald. trade. <laughs> the beaver fur trade. Like that was, uh, those were like the the three main things hudson's bay hudson's bay don't remember why just some very the uh tamagato maru i remember that oh my god that like triggered a memory in my head (laughs) i haven't heard that in so long (laughs) there you go listeners you got a very brief um Canadian history lesson history (laughs) it's what we got in school until we like demanded a social honors class that's true damn yeah I honestly have to read those books that you got Mm -hmm. I I'll keep you updated on queer intentions I can't I I was reading too many things at once so I put queer intentions on the side it's it is really good but I was just a little bit more drawn to seven fallen and feathers at least for the time being um and then obviously i am deep into crown of midnight right now yeah same anyway so this episode of book talk (laughs) skim over that um how far in are you um i'm about a little over halfway how about you Mm, a little under halfway Anyways, for this episode of Book Talk, um, we're just going to talk about Olivia Blake a little bit because we expressed in our um, Alone With You in the Ether episode that she's kind of becoming, I don't know if you agreed with me, but I know that I said that she's kind of becoming one of my favorite authors. At least, like she's very, she's getting very high up on the list. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, we've already read The Atlas Six and we definitely recommend that book if you guys haven't read that one already we have an episode on it as well um and the second one of that series is coming out in december yeah so we will be doing an episode on that one as well obviously um and then yeah alone with you in the ether and then uh i saw that she has a couple other books that i didn't really know about that i i do want to read because i just i trust her I trust her writing. You know, and, and I was also looking at um, her other books. The the one that <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. Yes, but also I judged it fully based on the title and nothing else. 
the one that I want to read is one for my enemy. Same. Yes. That is <laughs> that title got me. I was like, ooh. Yeah, no, I um I put that down. I I added saw that. to the list. Yeah. Added to the endless list of books that we want to read. Um oh my god it's already on my list like you've already bought it no like i i have a list but like it starts like it's on my phone uh-huh and i was just like scrolling through to see if i had any other olivia blake books on my list and i realized one for my enemy is already on the list kind of higher up and i was like oh uh-huh. I like that we like the same title. Though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I think the other one that I saw, it was, I think I, I saw like the, the preview of it and it's almost written like a script. Oh, I forget which one it was. Maybe it was masters of death. Maybe it was one for my enemy and I'm just wrong. Well, I'm adding Masters of Death to my list. Ooh. Because it says, a story about vampires, ghosts, and death itself. Into it. Yeah, she doesn't really have, like, a very um, strict genre or style of writing. Because I'm, like, reading right now, apparently... She's authors of novels, graphic novels, film scripts, like so many things. And mm-hmm. I think that's why we liked her. Cause I don't think either of us were expecting Alone with You in the Ether to be so different than Atlas Six, but like it's unbelievably a different writing style, but so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like she does both so well. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the Atlas Six, I loved it when we read it. Um, Alone with You, the Ether. I liked it definitely a bit more than the Atlas Six, but like both incredible books and like the Atlas Six, we both had an issue with it though because we're like, what kind of ending is that? <laughs> and we realized <laughs> it was part of a series. Yeah, because we were confused as always. <laughs> so literally, nothing made sense at the end. I was like, that doesn't wrap it up. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to. It was supposed to not wrap it up to prepare you for the next book. as always we apologize for being stupid um but yeah so maybe for the listeners brace yourself if you don't like olivia blake we we will be reading a lot of her books so um but yeah i also wanted to talk about um the like acknowledgements in the back of alone with you in the ether because I did. I do have my copy of the Atlas Six, obviously, because I'm home. I know you're not home right now, um, but it was definitely more like personal than the acknowledgments in at the end of the Atlas Six. So, like, we really found a, out a lot more about Olivia Blake's like kind of backstory herself, and I found it super interesting. Like, she, um. So I guess a little bit of spoilers for Alone With You in the Ether coming up if you haven't read the book. Um, but she 
like Regan in Alone with You in the Aether also suffered with bipolar disorder and um I also I found it cool that she went to law school I know that was interesting I was like no way just really shows that you never know like what's <laughs> Olivia Blake can just do everything apparently <laughs> literally Olivia Blake is just like perfect um and then like yeah the the book was kind of about like a, similar to like her own personal love story like with her husband like obviously she she does say that it was like different like not quite as intense as in alone with you in the ether but like yeah she she makes it clear that like she and her husband are not Reagan and Aldo yeah that's not the intention but like I loved that Reagan also has like a mental disorder that she's trying to like work through and everything and that it's from the point of Olivia Blake who also has one so it's a very like real interpretation of it like a real Mm -hmm. story of it without like obviously Olivia Blake does so much research that like we've talked about it before you can tell she researches her books quite well but like it's just so nice because it's not like her thoughts on what it would be like it's actually how she felt it yeah. was like if that makes any sense yeah yeah yeah. and it's like Olivia Blake is just so damn smart like the fact that she was able to write a book and have like all those perspectives be about like quantum physics and like the theory of math and it's like I I half expected like her to have a background in that over like having a background in law like if she had yeah. said like oh, I got a master's in physics, I would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That explains why you were able to write this character so well. But like the fact that she doesn't necessarily have a like a degree in that and she was able to do that research and be able to like write a character so well who, who like has the perspective of having that background. I was like, damn, like she is smart. Like- I wonder what her IQ is. She's definitely too smart for us. <laughs> I, also, speaking of books that are way too smart, <clears throat> I <laughs> never have I read a book that made me feel unbelievably stupid until I read the book by Stephen Hawking that was like a brief history in time. Mm. And it was meant to be like Stephen Hawking's dumbed down version for like the regular person and I read one page and I was like I have no idea what any of this means <laughs> like it was so complex and I was like damn this is his version of what like the lowest level of understanding is he is the real life Aldo yeah I was like sir I needed this like 800 levels lower <laughs> really humbled real fast yeah incredibly I honestly don't think I ever finished the book because like it was almost like reading in a different language for me I did read it to be fair like maybe 10 years ago so I was young maybe I'll try reading it again see if it's any better but like oh, I yeah, just remember sitting there and I was it. like I'm so curious I am not learning anything right now <laughs> 
that's the thing too it's like life is too short to read books that you either don't understand or don't like yeah because I could have finished the book if I really wanted to but like was I gonna get anything out of it no meanwhile as we read and reread Sarah J Mass books <laughs> like they're crack you know what I'm getting out of it happiness exactly um, well, you know what's actually so cool that I did not know about Olivia Blake what which is just on the internet so you know maybe it's untrue but <laughs> I read it so I'm gonna go with it's true uh Olivia Blake is a pseudonym so it's not oh. her real name yeah wow that's cool see you didn't know either right no I didn't know <laughs> I had no idea I was like really I really wonder why she has a pseudonym because I know that was like very popular, obviously, a long ass time ago because of sexism. And but it's kind of cool that like her pseudonym is like a female name or like obviously before a lot of pseudonyms would be like male names. Yeah, because like I know people also use pseudonyms when they're like already really successful authors and they don't want like they want to publish another book under a different name to see if it's like their writing that's actually good or if it's just their name that's selling the books. But like, I think from my very, very brief Googling, my understanding is that she's always used the pseudonym. Interesting. I like it. I have no explanation for it. But it's fun. I like I like the name. Moral of the story, Olivia Blake is way cooler than I will ever be. Like, yes. <laughs> she may be who I aspire to be one day. Um, Not, you are in law school, so you're like halfway there. That's true. I just have to start publishing novels and graphic novels and plays. There's a lot of steps, I think. Um, well, to be fair, I could publish a novel. It would just be horrible. It's true. You could be the knockoff Olivia Blake. <laughs> I, I am the dollar store Olivia, Olivia Blake. <laughs> uh... But yeah, I love um, there's like a line in the acknowledgments like that's two um, Olivia Blake's readers that I really, really loved. It says, to you, my fellow mortals, with your gorgeous little fractures, your crazy is your magic, your wildness is what makes you, resilience is your talent, burn, but don't burn out. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I appreciated that. I actually kind of needed to hear that. <laughs> like, even her acknowledgments is so well-written. Like, her acknowledgments... you reads like a book like yeah <laughs> like it's a very thoughtful acknowledgement it's not just thank you to blah blah blah, blah. It, yeah there's more to it definitely mm-hmm. read the acknowledgements for Olivia Blake yeah I'm excited to see what um what's the psych the second atlas book going to be called um, the atlas paradox I'm excited. Subtitle, Destiny is a Choice. I love that. 
I don't think I don't judge books by like their visual covers I feel like I'm good at not doing that too much I definitely do judge books by their like written title yeah I can't help it but like if I hate the title I'm going into it being like I don't love this book Uh uh-huh anyways I that's pretty much all I have to say on Olivia Blake she's too cool and her writing is good big fan and she uses a pseudonym yeah yeah Uh, big fans (laughs) Olivia Blake fan club has been started has been started yeah welcome to our welcome to the Olivia Blake fan club (laughs) um anyways i would really like to talk we talked in the last episode about how um this book is incredibly quotable um so and we always try to pick just one or like two really good quotes um from each book in our book club episodes but we kind of wanted to take the end of this episode to just kind of like spew off a bunch of quotes from this book that we like. Um, Maybe we should alternate, take turns. Cause yeah, I had a lot of quotes in this book that I really, really liked. So yeah, again, spoilers for Alone With You in the Ether if you haven't read it starting now. All right, I have one. It was literally in the first, like not in the hypothesis part, but mm-hmm. like the first actual part of the book. It's in the first paragraph. And I was like, damn, that might be my favorite quote. <laughs> and it was, things are always stranger in retrospect, which was a funny little consequence of time. Such a, just such a good so damn true. book such a good damn book i feel like your quotes are very are much more like smarter than mine mine are like the little sassy ones um and the little like funny ones mine um i have a favorite quote it was one of the narrators in the beginning of the book is we interrupt your pursuit you know jesus we interrupt your pursuit of aldo damiani's intrusive thoughts to provide some necessary academic insight (laughs) I do do also have a uh, narrator quote that I liked. See, even the narrators, everything about this was good. Um, It's also, I think, in the first few pages of part one. Um, It's your future self will always see what your present self is blind to. This is the problem with mortality, which is, in fact, a problem with time. Beautiful all about time i know the book really makes you think also excuse me i was gonna mute myself i had to cough a little bit and i realized i did not and then just coughed anyways (laughs) that's all good (laughs) um i also really liked i'm pretty sure this was maso yes um or maso hold on oh i lost it um but when maso says uh Tell your mind to be kind to you today. Very cute. That one's cute. 
also i think this is just a stupid quote but i think this might just be one of my favorites just because like it's the type of um type of writing that i need and it was just foreshadowing baby (laughs) yeah i love we need that always um i also liked one from aldo and it was like one day you'll discover that my understanding of math does not translate to a grasp of human behavior and then it will occur to you that i am in fact an idiot i was like lol sweet aldo i think another one of mine is there was nothing worse than being predictable nothing smaller than feeling ordinary and nothing more disappointing than being reminded she was both that was a oh. that was a deep one mm-hmm. <laughs> or just all those like thought process and he just goes statistics and in brackets truly the con artist of math <laughs> i loved that I think that's it for me, other than the one that we talked about last time. Cool. One, another one that I loved, and it was Regan being sassy to Aldo when um, she goes oddly, or no, it was Aldo talking to Regan because they were, he was like, I don't really remember the context of it, but he just goes oddly. He said with another sidelong glance, some people seem to have no interest in bees. I think they were talking about like their dating history or something like that. And she was like, why does no one, why has no one been into you? Or like, why is your dating history? So like few and far between he's like, I talk about bees all the time. <laughs> like, I think this is my last one. Or actually, no, there's, yeah, there's two. That's kind of like, it's in like the same part where they're like talking about like things. Uh, like, do you remember that part where it's like things, Reni Aldo Damani, Damiani knows. I'm never going to be able to say that name. Um, and then like also things like Regan knows. Oh, yes. yes. Like that little thing. And it was um, there was like two parts of it that I just I found it really funny. It goes things Ronaldo Damiani knows quantum physics or something. And then underneath that, when it gets to Reagan's part, it's like, what did Regan think about quantum groups? Answer. Regan did not think about quantum groups. <laughs> and yeah just like little things like that where it, it is like a very deep book but there's just like a lot of little it's funny... so funny yeah I think that's what makes it so good because if it was just too serious the whole time it would be a bit heavy I think yeah I agree and I don't think we would like it as much no <laughs> you know oh. we like a light book my last one um it's Aldo and he says or he doesn't say he thinks if this is what it is to burn he thought then I will be worth more as scattered ash than any of my unscathed pieces and that's my last one beautiful Mm -hmm. see quotable book quotable book both in funniness and deepness But yeah, that's uh, that's it for me. You got anything else to say? I actually have so much more to say. I want to take up more of your time. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> what do you have to say? No, I'm done. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, 
yeah so as you guys know next episode is going to be on the second book in the throne of glass series uh crown of midnight excited about it um and yeah if you want to follow us on social media it's at book on instagram and twitter and bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries and don't forget to rate review and subscribe thanks bye thank you for listening goodbye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.